Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal and Andy Brampernard and Michael Gelfand, of course. Let's not forget him. We'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, Doug Sprinthal. Let's do a subliminal ad. Buy a car from Walzer. Buy a car from Walzer. This morning we were talking about some great sign-and-drive leases, um, trying to remember them all. I tried to get Tom to say the following. Ram, Warlock, Double Cab. And he messed it up. It was three words. And we tried five different times. So well, that's a sign-and-drive lease on a Ram uh, four-door or four-wheel drive pickup truck, and I believe the payment's four fifty-nine a month. Probably the best deal lease-wise in the organization right now is a Toyota Tacoma. We don't have very many of them, but a sign-and-drive lease on a quad cab uh, all-wheel drive Tacoma is two seventy-nine a month. You can see all these great deals and much more at walzer.com. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. That's ruining the show. I am ruining the show. Just by being on it, I'm ruining the show. So there you go. That was the drilling sound effect. <laughs> yeah, they haven't oh, done okay. that for a while. They go, oh, yes, they have. Oh, <clears throat> well. Like uh, two days ago. Oh. <clears throat> but anyway, um, no, actually, it was yesterday. It wasn't two days ago. It was yesterday. Uh, here's the deal. The guy across, one of the guys across the hall. The insurance dudes? No, no, the, 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 I always forget what they're called. They're kind of like psychiatrists, but they're not psychiatrists. Hermaphrodites? Yes, hermaphrodites. That's exactly what I mean. Very similar. But in any case, he, he said, first of all, he thought it was hilarious on the way in uh, this morning, because I had made a comment about this, that, and the other thing. And he said, but yesterday was much better, when you were on the air and the fire alarm went off. It's like, Jesus, can I get a show in without some alarm going off around here? That'd be really nice. It'd be a wonderful thing, that's all I know. Now, I do have a question for Mr. Gelfan. Well, I'm, I'm sure I have the answer, whether I do or not. You always have the answer, there's no question right. about it. I asked Tony Lee the same question, at being a nice, uh, you know, yeshiva boy like Being he one is. of you people. Being one of you people. The nice yeshiva boy said, you know, they're doing pig kidney transplants now, but you couldn't get one. Oh, yeah, I wonder, actually. Can you use the kidney, or you can't, just can't eat the kidney? Hmm. You know, I think it depends whether you're an Orthodox Jew or a Reformed Jew. That's true. Now, as a Reformed sure. Jew, you could not only get the pig ki- kidney, you could eat it. Okay, okay, so there As you an go. Orthodox Jew, I'm pretty sure it's just a no and a no and a no. Just you, nothing. Do you remember my friend Newt from the dock, the retired oh, yeah, football sure. coach, yes. big yep. guy with a two-stroke <clears throat> blender? 
Well, his wife, who sadly passed away recently, about three or four years ago, had a leaky heart valve Mm -hmm. that they needed to replace. So they met with a surgeon, and they said, well, this is what we do, and we go in and we take a... Um, you know, a pig's valve, and yep. we put it in here, and blah, 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 blah. And at the end, he says, do, uh, do you guys have any questions? And Newt says, and his wife is facing open-heart surgery at 70. Newt's question is, what do Muslims do? <laughs> it's like, dude, <laughs> that's, okay. that's your question. Yeah, you know, there's a time and a place for existentialism. <laughs> that's not it. That's right. Oh, God. Whatever works, that's all I know. You think we'll ever get over that? Here's what I love. We're, we're all human beings, but it's either our religion or our gender or our skin color. I have to find something about me that's different from what you are so I can bitch about it. What is that? It's a, it's the whole cloven hoof thing, it right? Is it is. Hoof what, thing, why yeah. that ever became to be something. I it's Levitical know. law. Hey, 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 come on now. <laughs> That cloven hoof was a little dangerous, man. All explained man. in the Old Testament, and someday I'm going to read it. <laughs> I, I couldn't, you know, I just couldn't get past Leviticus. It's well, it, it's pretty dry. I, I didn't have a problem with Genesis or Exodus, mm-hmm. you know. Well, so fu- and I ran into Leviticus, and uh, that was it. Well, Genesis and Exodus are stories. Leviticus is just basically a bunch of rules. Yeah, well, it's not. It's, or, yeah, I guess you could say that, but there's also a lot of smiting going on there. You know, if they don't have the same God you have, you get to smite them. That is that true. Kind of smiting. We yeah. like smiting. Pillars of salt. I don't mind, the, I don't mind sacrificing a lamb. That's fine. The smiting thing, I don't want to get into that. I understand completely. I'm fine with a lamb as long as there's mint jelly involved. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. I have to talk about the decency, or is it indecency, of being a human being right now. I just looked up at my screen, and there's a picture of Brian Laundrie on my screen. Mm. And the line says, breaking news, police have found and taken Brian Laundrie into custody. Oh, they found him. View media and info now. I, I was, went to click on it. It's an ad for a business. Of course it is. How dare they put something like that it's on not the internet? What? Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Yeah, exactly. It's Walzer Automotive Group. Yeah. <laughs> Come see Brian Laundry at our stores. <laughs> That's right. Well, the guy was dead yesterday, so right away yeah. you kind of have to what happened? trusted. Well, do you think it is his body? I would assume it I is. I would bet it is. Yeah, well, you know, the fact that his dad, like, said... Oh, let's, uh, you know, I want to join the search party. Let's go exactly here. Yeah, that's mm. right. That's very true. So so they knew right where he was. They've always known right where he was. They're not going to ever admit it, I'm sure. Well, apparently an hour ago, some attorney, I don't know if it's his attorney or whatever, said that there is a strong probability that the remains were Brian's. Okay. Well, they so haven't found Still, don't put him in your ad. Hey, tune into the KQ Morning Show. Brian Laundry doesn't. <laughs> what? Well, that's one thing is the uh, advertising law seems Ugh. to have not changed in about 30 years. And as a result, you can basically false advertise all you want on the Internet. Yeah, and oh, no yeah. one ever does anything about it because the law hasn't caught up to the fact that the Internet exists which is a very, very annoying... Well, I think the other problem is there's just so much. I mean, how yeah. could any agency yeah. monitor that? That is true. Well, they, they could would... monitor every word you say. I think well, those are bots, I suppose, but I don't know. Let's get the bots on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, there are, um, it's, it's a plague in uh, mobile gaming right now. So what they'll do is they'll make a game. It's like, you know, generic Farmville clone or whatever. <coughs> And then in their screenshots, everyone remembers Farmville, in their screenshots and their promo videos and things, they will hire a company to make a 3D uh, animation mock-up of a more exciting game. They'll put that in their promo material. And then when you download the game, it's a completely different game. So this that is, is basically the definition like of false advertising. Three quarters of every movie trailer well, ever produced. They show the, the best forty seconds of the movie, oh, and no, the rest of it blows. The exciting stuff that you see isn't even in the game. Yeah, you know, wasn't our country a little better off, say around 1790, <laughs> say, well, when when the most popular form of entertainment in the country was singing with your family? That's true. I think America went to hell in 1777. 
Yep, and then it all came down, mm-hmm. crashing down. We did have one good year. One good year. The one good year was it. One good year was it. Uh, just for a little update here, I, too, I, I brought up a real story, and it does say in that true story about Brian Laundrie, uh, it says, attention shift to Brian Laundrie's parents as son's likely remains have been found. So they're all saying across the board, I went to four different sites, and they're saying it is likely his body. Which yeah. I don't think the authorities would say it's likely him unless it would be likely him. And, there, you know, the other weird thing there is if you if you follow the logic here, so they knew their son was dead and underwater. Yeah, right? kind of seems Wouldn't like it. Wouldn't you think they'd want to retrieve the body? Eh, I would. You know, Andy, what do you think? Should I get your body if you ever do that? <laughs> well, I guess it depends. Is the body evidence or? Yeah, I guess it's a, it's a, a body of evidence. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. I, the whole thing just to me is... It, and, it, and you know that whole area is going to become a tourist. Oh, trip. God, yeah. Oh, God. There's going to be pilgrimages. No. There's going to be shrines. No. Yeah. Yep. Well, that, that reminds me. I'm, I'm, I'm looking out my office window here, and I see these, these it's a riot of leaves out there, you know, beautiful trees, and all these leaves are turning. And I'm thinking, you don't really have to go to Duluth, right? You just look out my window. <laughs> right. Maybe I should uh, have a bed and board here. Yeah. You know, a, a bed and breakfast, I should say, because there's, there'd be nothing wrong. I mean, I'd love to have a bed, bed and breakfast here. The only thing I wouldn't supply would be bed or breakfast. Mm-hmm. I was just about to ask what you would actually serve for yeah. said breakfast. It's an empty room. It's a do-it-yourself bed and breakfast. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to draw the line somewhere. Mm-hmm. God, I tell you what, though. You know how much America sucks, like you hear on the news every night? America sucks. It's just horrible and horrendous. Mm-hmm. Ennis Cantor, you know him? He plays for the Boston uh, Celtics. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ennis Cantor. He's a, he's, a, he's a brother. He's a brother. That's exactly right. Ennis Cantor. Um, the Celtics games have all been blacked out for the, for the future in China because Ennis Cantor spoke out on Tibet. Oh, no. Yeah, they take that very seriously over there. It doesn't take much, does it? No, it really doesn't. They blacked out all remaining Celtics games for the rest of time. Well, God, who was that? Not, not really known for their sense of humor, the no, Chinese. No, no, that is very true. Well, who was that? John Cena, I think. He made some video yes, yeah, right. saying like that he's going to go to the country of Tibet or something like that, and then. Uh, he had to make an apology video to the Chinese government, apologizing for saying that Tibet is a country. Something, something to oh, that effect. Oh, that's right. You're yep. right, Andy. Yep. They it did. might have been Taiwan. I don't remember, but yeah, they. I, I wonder if, uh, if because of this, the Tibetan basketball team won't play in the Olympics. Yeah, that's right. They, I'm sorry, we can't play. We're not going to play in your Olympics. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing is just. I I would still love to see if if we're ever gonna figure out that all these people puking up this hatred are making so much money off of us. Don't support these pigs. What are you doing? Right. Well, unfortunately, you're gonna have to go back about three, four thousand years to well, teach that true. lesson to humanity. <clears throat> that is very, very true. But divide and you know conquering your enemies is one of the most tried and true methods of becoming very rich. That's true. Does this count as Tibetan humor? I hope it counts as Tibetan humor. I don't know if I'm familiar with any Tibetan humor. I think they're because, too busy you know, climbing if it, mountains. If, if it does, Shirley MacLaine's going to be very upset. Wow. Oh, you, well, she was already mad at you about the Himalayan humor, Mike. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's kind of the same, same concept. Same concept, the Himalayan. What is with this Himalayan humor? Remember how mad she got at us when she was on the show? That was one of my was favorite segments of, of the entire history of the morning show. <laughs> her interview? Was she got pissed off. God, oh, God. Just I think great. she was uh, pre-angry. Yeah, I think you might. Yeah, I, I think she's been pissed <laughs> off since the Nixon administration. And it just keeps getting worse. You know how, like, about about once every couple months, there was a comic who would come in, and he'd be really pissed off oh, at me God, before yeah. we even started. Because, well, you said something that was supposed to be funny. I wasn't allowed, you know, because because unsuccessful comics become very upset when when someone on the show has, within the last 24 hours, attempted to say something funny. doesn't is, matter what it is. It's true, funny, they're really pissed off. Mm-hmm. 
Can I say one guy that, that used to used to drive him insane, and I thought it was hilarious? Yeah. You know who it was? Well, there were so many, I don't know. Well, his initials are E.P. E.P. Um, Come on. E.P. Hmm. You ready? Yeah. Eno Phillips. Oh, no, well, Emo, you know, Emo, Emo. and I were actually kind of like friends. Yeah, but he used to get so, pissed off at you all the time. It was well, hilarious. Well, he, he would pretend to get pissed oh, off. Oh, that's what it was. He's, he was but really you know, good at it. Because, you know, I, I used to book Emo at, at that casino that I booked comedy acts for in Wisconsin. Oh, that's right. So, so Emo, I'd, you know, I'd written a number of checks to Emo. And also, when, when I was up there, you know, we we talked for a long time after his show. Right. It was really hilarious to watch him leave the showroom at the casino. Uh, it wasn't much of a showroom, but you know, he never he never really uh, went over real well there because it would be like you know, six members of the tribe and then a couple of traveling salesmen. And I don't think they got his humor. <laughs> well, I think you might be right about that. Yes, no you know, question. emo. It's a almost everybody I know loves emo. Oh, yeah. But if you just come in off the street to see him and you don't know what to expect, he's not that funny. But I, but I remember, you know, I was up there uh, with him and um, and uh, he got off stage to a. I think you, I think it would be generous to say that there was a smattering of applause. And um, and then uh, you know we 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 uh, walked through the casino and and into the hotel part and went into his room. He gets in the room. As the moment he opens the door, he flings the mop on his head across the room, smashing it against the wall. Oh, and he says, it's like a, it's like a Dostoevsky nightmare out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, was he right? Uh, well, he was definitely right. The thing that, the thing that he feigned being upset about, and maybe he was upset, I don't know. But I remember it very clearly, because I, I, one of my favorite emo jokes, I I, you know, I wanted him to do the joke, and you remember that you don't remember the joke because there's so many. But the joke, the joke was, Emo's talking about uh, not being, not doing too well in school when he was a kid. Right. And and he said, you know, and uh, and the teacher, the teacher, you know, a nice, nice, a nice enough old old woman, you know, named named Ethel. She she said to Emo, now Emo, what is one half? Plus three quarters, and emo, and this is emo now saying, I, I, "I don't know what is it." And she said, "Come on, emo, what is our common denominator?" And emo says, "A fondness for little girls." <laughs> God, that's terrible. So I egged him on to tell. I said something to him like, like the preface was, I said something like, uh, "Now, emo, I understand you didn't do very well in school as a kid." And then he, he scowled at me, and he paused for effect, and he said, Who are you, Ed McMahon? <laughs> a dated reference, admittedly, but Yeah, still but still funny. funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, everybody knows who Ed McMahon was. <clears throat> no question. Well, I would hope so. Remember when, when you guys had him go, Here's Tommy on the KQ yeah, morning yeah. show? Yeah. That was, you guys are hilarious. Okay, i got to ask if you guys have ever met anybody like this. There's an Illinois teenager in Naperville Central High School in Illinois. He was charged uh, uh, over something that happened two years ago. I won't tell you what it is yet. He put out a Craigslist ad, and his school saw the ad, and he was sentenced to 100 hours of community service uh, by the local authorities for what he did. And he also, there are a couple other things he has to do at school. Why would a, 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 a basically, I think he was a sophomore at Naperville Central High School, he did something to a classmate. What did he do that would cause the uh, local authorities to give him 100 hours of community service? And I think he was mm -hmm. suspended from school for two weeks as well. Put a hit out on him? No. Nope. Uh, forced him to eat matzo ball soup. Oh, don't talk matzo about it. Matzo ball good. Balls. Yeah, what are you talking about, Gelfano? Hey, it's Naperville. Oh, I suppose. What did I say? I think he's saying that there's not a lot of matzah in Naperville. Well, that's yeah, true. It's a good yeah. point. That's a very good point. Now, he decided it was a good idea, and apparently he's shocked that he's gotten suspended and 100 hours of community service by the local authorities because he went on uh, Craigslist 
and offered a black classmate for sale as a slave. What? It's 2021, and this kid thinks that's a good idea. Teenagers, that's what they do. They try to shock and appall. But that's beyond shock, isn't it? That's just blatant ignorance. I don't know. It wasn't that yeah, many years think, ago yeah. that they had sla- yeah. fake slave auctions at, like, frat parties Yeah, that's stuff. true. Yeah, that's not that no, that's far true. Yeah. back. Kids will, uh, anytime, anything you tell a kid not to do, the kid will do. And, uh, you know, basically being told that racism is bad literally every day is ensuring that teenagers, when they want to tell an edgy joke or whatever, they're going to go straight to that angle. They said they sentenced him to 100 hours to mature him into a productive member of society. <laughs> mm. That was their argument. You got your dirt in the warden's hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You I know, just... I... I... I've had experience in the uh, in the Bible Belt of uh, in the Chicago area. It's obviously not in Chicago, but you know it's the Bible Belt. When you go a little bit south there, I think it's south. And uh, when I was working for the Wall Street Journal, they sent me out to the Bible Belt to uh, to interview the uh, the the head of the uh, of uh, service master. Oh, sure. Oh, God. Oh, no, Mike. Service Master, and their motto at the time was, Masters of Service, Serving the Master. Serving the Master, exactly. I remember you talking about this years ago. Yeah, so I sat down with the CEO. He was about 90. And, um, <laughs> and I, you know, and I never got to cover the big companies. I got companies like Service Master. So I sat down with him and I said, uh, you know, I asked him a lot of questions. You know, you always ask the most pungent questions at the end in case they get pissed off. And I, and I said, well, and he was explaining to me, or he was telling me, he was bragging about the daily prayer meeting they had. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people could come up and accept Jesus as their personal Savior if they wished, but most of them already had. And then I said, well, well um, let me ask you, do you, do you have any uh, Jewish empo- employees? And he said, oh, yes, we have many heathens in our midst. Wow. <laughs> Tell me he was smiling. <laughs> uh, you know, I think a smile would have broken his face. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to use that Because it, it could have been funny in the right context, but... Hey, I'll tell you one thing. That that quote appeared in the Wall Street Journal the next day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The Wall Street. Well, I'm gonna do that today. In the second hour today, I'm gonna go. It's time now, ladies and gentlemen, for car selling heathens. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> that's a little well, redundant. I mean, yeah. You are Episcopalian, <laughs> so I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that fake deal. I forgot. You know. Or is that just heresy? I don't know. God, i got to show you guys, and Mr. Gelfand, if you're at a computer, you want to look at this. There's a big story about, you know, that the, the couple, a man and wife, uh, they, they wanted to sell submarine spy. Oh, uh, yeah, nuclear submarine secrets. Oh, sure, yeah, secrets. I read about them, yeah. Have you seen the picture of the two? Oh, no, I haven't. I am not kidding. Look it up. I swear to God, I thought that the wife was the husband with a wig on. Have you oh, seen this? I've, yeah, I've seen couples like that where they're like identical. Very, very weird. Dougie. I'll look it up. How is this not the same person? That's the same person, isn't it? Oh, wow, it? yeah. Holy God. I mean, that's they're like with a wig. nearly identical. Nearly identical. That's and weird. they're married to one another. That, that happens Jesus, strangely frequently. Well, yeah. Well, they always your mom say, and I. you know, that, that uh, you know. People have been married long enough, they start to look like each other. Well, there you go. I guess it happened here. Uh, I remember the day I mistook uh, Catherine for you. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. We're identical. There's no question. I don't think you could find two people that look less alike than Catherine and me. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Well, I don't look anything like my wife. No, you don't. That's That's true. true. That is very, very true. But some people just, yeah. There have been a few couples that I know that are like... Why are you dating your sibling? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. I love myself so much that I married myself. You do have to wonder. Well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's exactly it. Uh, by the way, Mr. Gelfand, are you on Twitter or Facebook? Uh, Facebook, yeah. Um, 
I wanted to go on Twitter, but uh, my kids voted three to zero. <laughs> I said no. Nope. I don't blame them. Not happening. They said nope, nope, not not for you, Dad. No. no I understand that completely. Well, I just want you to know if you feel comfortable now, <clears throat> your wait is over because you can jump back on social media, because Donald Trump has started a social media platform. I thought oh, he already yes. did that. Well, it's, it's oh, apparently it's Truth Social is coming next month, it says. What social? Truth Social. Truth Social. I have to oh. admit to have uh, followed the 45th president on Twitter just to read the responses. Oh, I suppose. It was really yeah. funny. I would imagine truth, so. Truth, uh, truth? Truth Truth Social. 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 Yep. That, that's that's kind of like Eden Prairie, you know, where there's no Eden or no prairie. <laughs> no prairie, exactly. <laughs> that's very true. Columbia Heights. Yeah, there's no Columbia. There's one little height. There's the one hill. That's right. Yep. The hilltop yeah. drive-in or whatever it was called. And and then there's Coon Rap. No, hey, boy, look at the time. We'd, there are plenty of raccoons in Rapids, I'll have That's you know. That's where Philip lives. You know, we bought a Nissan dealership up there. The Walzers did in the early 2000s, and we had a heck of a time getting Google to recognize it as a valid business. <laughs> yep. In those days, you could actually talk to somebody at Google on the phone. The good old days. It's like, hey, we didn't name the town. We just bought the store. Did they literally think somebody named Coon Rapids after that? I'm sure that it's just some sort of... Oh, God. They have filters somewhere to try to manage the content. Well, yeah. It's just just a very, very uh, basic filter. They just plug in a bunch of words that can be used as slurs, and then there's no context. Although, I mean, what about what about naming your city Coon Rapids? Do they think people will rush to live there because they've got a lot of raccoons there? Yeah. Well, well Some people you're like right. raccoons. There's something that'll really draw the folks mm-hmm. in. <laughs> Apparently, Ratville was taken. Ratville, something like that. No yeah, at least raccoons are cute while they're stealing your garbage. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah, I don't really understand. Although. If I had known, I would have never danced at a honky tonk. So what's the difference? <laughs> hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. We had a guest on this morning, young black man in America today. He's in France shooting a, an all-black cowboy movie. And in it actually France, looks really in France, yeah. And it looks really, oh. really good. And I said, Eddie, I need you to do me a favor. He goes, Yeah. What do you need, man? I said, Are you ever going to make uh, blah 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 part two? And he goes, oh, I don't know. We might. Why? I said, I want to be in it. Because you need at least one honky in the second one. And he just started laughing. He, thought, he hadn't heard honky in a while, apparently. You don't hear that much anymore, do you? No, no you that, don't. that word has kind of fallen from the parlance. <laughs> it really has. It was huge when I was a kid. Oh, remember, there was a movie that called Honky. Yeah, in the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah, it was. late 60s, yep. And, you know, our poor... African-American brothers could never come up with an insult that we didn't just laugh at. Yeah, I, that's true. It's like, that, wow, a cracker. Oh, ooh. ouch. I know. Is really. that about a whip cracker? I don't yep. know. Is that what it was? I think so, I think yes. it was a whip cracker. Because I think yeah. honkies came from the from genesis cars. was people, that, the guy, white guys that would, like, oh, honk oh, at yeah. black female prostitutes and stuff. Right, that's what I understand. Well, that's what I've been told over the years. Gelfan, any take on that? Where did honky come from? You know, I would have to, uh, I would have to, do a deep dive there on the uh, etymology. <laughs> yeah, a deep dive. Or is it entomology? <clears throat> it's something-ology. I know that. Oh, God, we got to take a break here. We'll be right back. More with entomology or etymology, one of the two, or both, maybe, right after this. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational, family-owned businesses. Take Raymond Auto Body of St. Paul, for example. Four generations of the Slomkowski family having successfully run the business. When they were ready to expand, we helped them acquire a new building, allowing them to service more vehicles in their state-of-the-art shop. We've also helped them set up the next generation of owners, keeping the business and family for years to come. Tom here. If you want a family business like me or any business, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. I know them and trust them with my banking. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. Sounds like we really won you over, Tommy. Well, let's not get crazy, Brad. Seriously. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member, FDIC, and equal housing lender. 
As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. Mr. Gelfand, I have to ask you a question. Yes. I just brought this up to Dougie and Andy here. Uh, And I do think it's going to happen to these uh, national news agencies pretty much... About there are about seven of them, and people only know about two. I mean, I guess they know MSNBC, but nobody watches it. Or yeah, I know of it. <clears throat> what well, the One America is another one. Then there's Newsmax or Newser or something. Well, there's Newsmax know. and there's Newsweek, <clears throat> and they are very, very different. They're very different. Yes, one um, is ultra left and one is ultra right. Oh, is it? I think Max is the ultra right yeah, one. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's that guy. I, I, he he was at the lunch with Trump that day. That he was guy. there. Christopher Ruddy is his name. R-U-D-D-Y. He's the guy who owns Newsmax. Ruddy. He wanted me to do commercials for him, and then I found out how much it would cost and decided not to do it. <laughs> as soon as I told him I'm gonna, he'd have to pay me, he went, nah, well, I'll get back to you. <clears throat> but there's something happening right now. Michael Gelf, and I was just talking to Andy and Doug about this, and I think the same thing is going to happen to Fox News. Their numbers are way up right now because, you know, Oh, yeah, because they're the opposition. Right, right, exactly. They'll always do better with a Democrat in office. No, there's no question about that. Oh, yeah. And it works the other way around. Of Trump was the best thing to happen to CNN in years. In years, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's just how it works. <clears throat> so, you know who Brian Stelter is? <clears throat> oh, yeah, the, he's the, the media critic or something. Yeah, he's well. He's got his own talk show. It's called the Reasonable Choice or Absolute Truth or I don't know what the hell. Reliable sources. Reliable sources. That's the name of it. Reasonable choice. One of the worst human beings I've ever spoken to in my life. He's a spoiled little brat, is what he is. Hmm. But uh, the ratings came out for last week, and again, Mm -hmm. this is going to happen to Fox too because it goes back and forth and back and forth. Just how it is. Brian Stelter's. What is it? Reasonable doubt. Uh, reliable, reliable sources. I forgot already. No, yeah, reliable sources. Warlock Quadcap. <laughs> Warlock Quadcap. We all knew. But in any case, uh, Mr. Gelfand, Brian Stelter got beat by the Golden Girls rerun. I mean, have well, you? What is yeah, that? Yeah, that's, that's that's bad. But you got to consider the demo. <laughs> you do have to consider that. I, I'm pretty sure that's the exact same demo, isn't it? The older folks. Uh, I'm thinking so. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that. That's that's what I'm saying. You know, they yeah. all all the, the demo they appealed to. You know, the last thing you want to do is compete with the Golden Girls. Well, no. that's true. It's a good point. I mean, they're golden. How can they you get better than that? And they're girls, so that's good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> do you watch the? I, the oh reason, wow! Yeah, I'll tell you, the Golden Girls are getting better looking every year. I agree. <laughs> Might have something to do with you and me getting not yeah, so good. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, so he, that can't be right. What in the twenty-five to fifty? Well, this is the twenty-five to fifty-four demo. So to be That's fair, the one that matters. To be well, but none of them watch the news really. No, they so. don't. But in the twenty-five to fifty-four demo, he got eighty-five thousand viewers in a week. In a week? That's. Pretty bad. God, we get that on the podcast, don't we? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> what the hell? That is Boy, not. Well, he's really good. unlikable. He's terrible. He and Don Lemon might be the two worst on that in the history of that channel. Yeah, I'm looking at the. Uh, I don't know what they call it, the program listing or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, he got the Office reruns. Paw Patrol, Bob's Burgers, Friends He reruns. got beat by Paw Patrol by <laughs> quite a bit. Yes. By what? What's that? It's, it's a, a cartoon, cartoon for four-year-olds. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. It's, That's uh, why I don't know. 
I don't what would a even good, younger. It's, it's almost pre-verbal. Yeah, it's almost it's, like Teletubbies. It's like yeah, the Power Rangers, but for like three-year-olds. Well, yeah. Sage loves it. He Sage loved loved, loved past tense. He doesn't care anymore. He doesn't care about Paw Patrol. I mean, he's a kid. That's what they do. Well, Every year, it's something different. So, Michael, here's my question for you. I cannot watch, and I don't care if it's MSNBC, CNN, Fox. I, I cannot watch it for more, more than about three minutes. I can't watch it anymore. Yeah, we're, we're all better off kind of ignoring that stuff. I think you're right. It, it's just pukey lies. One side lies one way, the other side lies the other way, and we never get the truth from anybody. Yeah, it's, it's, the thing is, you, you watch these, these shows... And you have to ask yourself, after you watch for a few minutes and your blood pressure starts to rise, either either way, but ask yourself, am I learning something here? Right, right exactly. Because that's why Probably you tune not. in. You tune, yeah. you, I tune into the news to learn something. Yeah, you're not going to learn much there. No, you're not. And on any station now, there's not one good news station left anymore. I tried, Somebody told me to watch uh, the BBC, but I don't know. It seemed like... Any other pukey one here? I listen to BBC in the afternoon sometimes. I think it's pretty good. Is it? World news. You learn about one? a lot of stuff that is way off the American media screen, so that's kind of interesting. Sometimes. Apparently, the BBC TV, they, it's very popular now to go after America. They, they don't like America. Well, they're let's, still let's pissed see. about that revolution. Oh, exactly. <laughs> you know, just a little revolution. See, again, it goes back to 1776. Yeah, once again, we're back there. You know, you know. Yesterday, I was I was on my exercise bike and flipping around the uh, <laughs> news, the news, the network news channels, and uh, it's like every every network news show devoted like five minutes. Remember now, they only do like fourteen minutes of right, news, right? Right. And and they all devoted like the first five minutes to uh, an airplane crash in which no one was killed. Oh, did you see that, though? Mm -mm. Holy... Well, they, okay, it was good video, but five minutes, I mean, there was actual news going on yesterday. No, that's true, yeah. But what, it looked like it, like it was like a 737 or something, wasn't it? It was a privately owned plane, hmm. I know, but I think it was a full-size airplane. And the pilot airplane. didn't die? Nobody died, and that wow. thing, did you see the picture of it? Oh yeah, oh, it's, you would have. It's I mean, it just fire, went up baby. in a ball of fire. Pitch black Ooh. smoke. Yeah, that's. Yep. Wow. That, did no that, one that airplane is obliterated. It There's is. nothing left of it. Just the. Tail. I don't know how anyone could have possibly survived that. I don't either. But nobody died. Yeah, in there's. That crash. Yeah, it looks like uh, if you just plucked the tail off of an airplane, and then smashed the rest of it with a gigantic uh, steamroller. Okay, I've come up with two names for the new, instead of going with, uh, you know, CNN Fox or Fox CNN. Mm -hmm. I've changed the names, and you get to choose which gets which. Okay, you got, the three of you get to vote. Okay. Okay, you ready? The two words I came up with were smug and arrogant. So which one does CNN get and which one does Fox get? I don't know, both of both? I would go with smug for CNN. I think so. Mike? <clears throat> Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. CNN, smug, and uh, but I don't know. I know arrogant, smug, arrogant. I mean, they're kind of cousins. They right? are. They're they very are. similar. They are very similar. Uh -huh. But you guys did nail it. All four of us went with smug for CNN and arrogant mm -hmm. for Fox. <laughs> so it's something funny. It's a plane crash article, I'm and yet there's something funny in it. Not I might have chosen smug and disingenuous, but that's just me. Well, there that's you go. good. Smug and disingenuous. Well, so well, they're all disingenuous. The reason you know, no you got all the... these guys who are who are fully vaccinated telling people not to get vaccinated. Yeah, I was never a huge Tucker Carlson fan. A few years ago, I could actually watch him and maybe yeah. occasionally agree with him. I think he's just gone. Well, it's just a ratings grab is what it is. Well, it's all, it's, it's, it's all yeah. a ratings Seeing grab. Seeing the weirdest stuff in the world. And I think Mike's right. He's one of these fully vaccinated people that's like, oh, don't let the government tell you what to do. It's like, oh, just shut yeah, up. Yeah, and then when he's asked, he says, oh, that's between me and God. But I have a question for you. What's the difference between him and every mayor in this country that will not wear a mask to public gatherings? That and they're true. all Democrats. you got to wear every a mask, but we don't. On yeah, a related so note. No, 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 don't change the subject. What's the difference? And I'm not defending Tucker Carlson, don't get me wrong. Not just at all. tore my head off. Mm -hmm. He just tore my head off. 
You suck! So on a related note, <laughs> and I got conditions. a pop-up last night that Elvis Costello was going to play at First Avenue. Yeah, I thought, well, that's yeah. kind of interesting because he, he was yeah. booked at Mystic. Yep. Mystic won't ha- won't do a, a vaccine or a mask man or one nope, of the two. They won't, yeah. And so he said, yeah. screw that. I'm not going to play there. I'll go back to First Avenue. They're a sovereign nation. They get to do I, what I they want. I get it. I understand. No, but I'm talking about him, not you. I don't think he was complaining you. about you know, uh, disputing that, but there are... The, the whole entertainment industry is is kind of split, you know. Basically, yep. most of them would would want a, a mandate, except for the country western singers. I'll go with Wait a minute. Uh, I, well, the problem that I have with that is if now that he's moved to First Avenue, how are they going to get all of five people in there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say he might not have sold out the lake. Yeah, I'm and I'm sure an Elvis Costello fan, well, but I didn't you know. know it's a narrow thing, audience, let's yes, say that. It is. The thing about playing Mystic Lake, though, is the entertainers get a ton of money, and it doesn't matter whether anyone shows up or whether uh, many people do. No, you're yeah. right. Because you're right. basically it's just a way of, of papering their uh, the, the, the most uh, extreme gamblers. Well, I will tell you this. Uh, I would like to play at Mystic Lake, if any of you are listening. I don't play an instrument, but I will take the money. There you go. Um, many, many years ago, this is why I'm not a big Elvis Costello fan. He was playing Parade Stadium. That is there still a Parade Stadium? No, it's gone. Yep. Damn it! I loved going to Parade Stadium. I saw quite a few good shows there. Absolutely. Forty years ago. But I was working at Capitol Records at the time, and we're covering the show, and I'm backstage, and for some reason I don't know why Elvis Costello snapped at your mother. And he's really? Yeah, he's, I think he's kind of an unstable person. And I went over there and put my hand in his shoulder. Hey, Elvis, how you doing? You ever do that again, you're dead. Well. <laughs> so he and I haven't gotten along very well for, oh, about 40 years See, now years when now. I met him, we got along fine. Well, because you get the same horrible personality. No. I, I was a young cab driver. <laughs> it's 1977, oh, and I picked go. him and a couple other English guys up at the airport. And I kept looking in the mirror. I said, I know who you are. And he goes, no, Dad, I don't think you do. And I said, no, I know who you are. A friend of mine. You're a musician. A friend of mine just played me a record. It was really good. It's, shoot, it's not, you're not Elvis Presley. And all of a sudden, his eyes got really big and goes, fuck you ever to me. I'm Elvis Costello. Nice to meet you. Really? He's the well, nicest he guy in the know. world. Well, see, there you go. Don't snap at my wife, yeah. and then I'd like you to. He was go. playing at Jay's Longhorn on oh, and sure. Hennepin. By the way, the stadium was demolished 31 years ago. Yeah. Other than that, though. So, no. And, 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 I, and I have to admit, and this is not a popular thing to say, I never cared for, for Elvis or Costello. Yeah, well, <laughs> there, there you go. No, wait a minute. Who now. was on first, Lou though? Costello. <laughs> yeah, that who was on first thing. Ha, <laughs> ha. All right. It's a thigh slapper. Get off my phone. <laughs> I and love that. Look, the thing about Elvis is, I understand his appeal, but you know, if he if he'd lived another say twenty years, you know, he would have been a judge on one of those shows like America's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah, you're. You know? I think you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you a quick story? WHBQ in Memphis. Mm. Steve Hatley, friend of mine. It's kind of your show. You can do whatever you want. Oh, God, I've Sorry. never liked you. I've never liked you. And all the, how many years? 20 years now? Seems longer. <laughs> yeah, it seems longer, exactly. Anyway, a friend of mine, Steve Hatley, who's unfortunately died in a motorcycle accident. Uh, Steve Hatley was working at WHBQ in Memphis. And, of course, Elvis Presley used to come by there all the time because they that was the radio station that broke his first records and all the rest sure. of it. And uh, Steve was coming out of the building while Elvis was pulling up in on his motorcycle. And Elvis gets off his motorcycle, and Steve goes, oh, Elvis, God, how you doing? He goes, I'm doing fine, man. He goes, that's a beautiful motorcycle. He goes, here. He gave him the keys to it. He wow. gave him the motorcycle. Well, I mean, he probably could have afforded to buy a well, new one every day for know, the rest of his life. Still, to give a guy a motorcycle. Well, back then, it was, what, a couple of grand, probably? Yeah, this is in maybe. the 70s. Still well, a lot of inflation, money. it's still, yeah. But not only that, but he would have been legally responsible if the guy had gotten on the motorcycle and killed someone. That's you know, right. I have to look at this from the from the litigation standpoint. Oh, he's got it. Okay. Is that true? If you give someone a car, you're now responsible for if they use. No, the... what's true is if you have a lot of money and something bad happens, uh, the attorneys is... will find a way to try to get your lot of money. They're going to track you down, baby. They're going to track you down. Yes, it's called the wealth the wealth clause. 
Well, we were talking about that yesterday a little bit, as a matter of fact. People, particularly Minnesotans, and I don't know why this is, but Americans don't like wealthy people unless they're the wealthy people. Well, yeah. You ever notice that? They love themselves, but nobody else. And Minnesotans really don't like it when people succeed beyond their level. You know, here's the counter to that argument. Our previous president grew up in a, you know, gilded tower, and his fans were all mostly really poor white people. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. There is that that part of it, and a lot of people, especially people uh, who fit that description, for some reason, some people have speculated, some psychologists have speculated that they figure they're going to be incredibly wealthy one day. And yes. when they are, they don't want to have to pay any taxes, you know? No, I suppose that's true. I suppose that is true. Now, of course, they're very wrong. They are never going to be wealthy. Never in a million years <laughs> are they going to be wealthy. It's never going to happen. Wasn't that no, why I anyone mean, votes for anyone is so they can get theirs? Like if you yeah. if you boil well, it, it down, out that way. it's yeah. always you know I'm voting for you because you're going to do the most for me personally. It is interesting though, and this isn't just Trump because this has been going on for years and years and years that politicians have got poor people to vote in favor of not taxing rich people and corporations. Yeah. It's like, how, how did you pull that off? It's really brilliant when you think about you it. You know, they did pull the corporate tax out of, out of Biden's deal now. Oh, they did? Yep, it's not going to be a corporate tax. Well, I think what it's more is... <laughs> so uh, we're just going to spend a whole shitload of money and not... No, we're not going to spend that much either. It's going to be about $1.8 instead of I think what it's more is they voted for uh, tax breaks for themselves, yes. and then instead what they got was tax breaks for everyone else. Yeah, yeah, you have to remember, too, also that the the least powerful, let's say, uh, let's say, uh, coal mining lobbyist is more powerful <laughs> than the most powerful congressman. Yeah, yeah that's so true. That, that. that is true. No, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, that's the thing is, yeah, you, what you vote for and what you get are very rarely the same thing. Yeah. It's so funny. We reported a story, speaking of money and taxes and all the rest of it, reported a story this morning about a guy up in Ontario just going through his wallet, you know, ah, what I had time to clean out the wallet. He's going through it, and he sees a lottery ticket in the wallet. He goes, ah, that's cool. I wanted to, but he didn't even remember where he got it or when. He, he knew he bought it, but he didn't remember when. Uh, he takes her over to the laptop and runs the numbers. $20 million. <laughs> oh, man. Well. Okay, now here's the best part. The people yeah. on the KQ Morning Show started crying when I told them this. <laughs> Said, well, God, that's got to be so $20 million bucks. expired, man. isn't it? Nope, it didn't expire. He oh, got the money. That's lucky. But, but this is Canada, you have to remember. It's totally different. That is pretty, oh, no. That I'm is pro- really amazing. I know I'm sort of envious because the only thing I ever forgot about and later found in my wallet was an old condom. <laughs> and believe me, that didn't do anything for me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. But uh, I think between Tony and Brian and Candace, the weeping yeah. broke out immediately. Listen, the guy got like $3 million out of the deal? Nope. There's no tax on lottery winnings in Canada. Oh, really? No? You get the whole None. thing, huh? That get, is really surprising. You get all, wow. Well, why don't you look and see if that's still true? Because it used to be true. I think it's still, you do not pay pro- income tax on lottery winnings in okay. Canada. Oh, yeah. Winnings from a Canadian lottery. It has to be a Canadian lottery, not like a, one of the, right. I don't know, private lotteries. I don't know if those even exist. They're called running numbers, but still. Uh, they're considered to be windfalls, and windfalls are not subject to tax in Canada. $20 million wow. in cash. Yeah, because in America, you would have lost 75% of that well, right on half. half. About half Roughly. of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, with the state of Minnesota, would have taken another. Yeah, exactly. 10%. Depending on what state you're living in. Yeah, you wind up actually owing the government. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's exactly right. You made so much money that we have to give you a negative income. Okay, why don't we do this? The four of us, if any of us ever wins twenty million tax free, we each get five million. What do you say? Making a pact. Well, let's make a well, pact. Well, I literally never I like played the lottery. Idea since so. I've never bought a lottery ticket. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't buy them either. I don't I have, buy lottery tickets. Oh, well, so I guess I got six hundred bucks watching Channel Eleven a couple of months ago. Oh yeah. Did they you? did a story about there's a department in the state government that has people's property and there's like excess funds that were never mm. co- collected. And I oh, went yeah. in there and typed my name and I got. Three hundred bucks from Travelocity and a few hundred dollars huh. from some title companies. Oh, from I thought you property bet your transfers. Friend. I thought that's what you're talking about. Oh, I thought you made a wager to your friend that Randy Chaver wasn't a prick. 
No, Randy is a prick. Um, Oh, I know he is. But I thought, you know, this can't be real. And I had my laptop open. I'm like, there's my name. There's my $150 cut. I got the dollar. That was pretty cool. I look for my name on those government websites. All I find is outstanding warrants. (laughs) (laughs) That's real. Cease and desist. Wow, $500,000 reward. Yeah. Impersonating a comedian. uh, That's the world's oldest sting thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. People actually, I think people have actually fallen for that, trying to collect oh, bounties yeah. on themselves. Oh, yeah. No, it's like free Super Bowl tickets, yeah. and all the felons show up, yep. and then the FBI oh, they is do. there. Yep. They always do show up for their free Super Bowl tickets. ridiculous. <laughs> you know you can't do that, by the way? Oh, you can't? You cannot give away Super Bowl tickets legally, but people do it anyway. Oh, yeah, you're you not allowed to do that. Oh, well, you nope. can't use the name, right? Yeah, no. you can't even They're really restrictive about oh, that. You can't use the name. Yeah, I don't even know if technically we're supposed to be using the name. No, the probably game. not. Yeah, if you're... Yeah, if oh, you're yeah. uh, making big, yeah. money, then you're not allowed to use the name. So it's I like mean, if every yeah, car dealer in America has tried to have yep. the Super Bowl of savings. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I, I found out about all that kind of stuff when I when I wrote a Wheaties box. <clears throat> See, didn't say worlds. It was uh, Kirby, Kirby and Herbie. You know, on the cover, right mm-hmm. on the front of the box. Couldn't uh, couldn't say World Series. Couldn't say wow. uh, this was this goes back away. So. You couldn't say Metrodome. Oh, you couldn't wow. say Metropolitan Stadium. <laughs> uh, by the time, by the time you know, I was left with about eight words I could use. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, but no, it had no. a happy ending because I got paid. <laughs> well, see, that's what it's all about. Yeah, it is man. what it's all about, isn't it? <clears throat> okay, you guys. We only got about two minutes left in this segment for the first hour, and then it's car selling secrets. What happened a thousand years ago this month? Ooh, I know. Sid Hartman was born. Yes, yeah, Sid Hartman was born. <laughs> By the way, nice shot. In a Viking village. Is that, isn't that the, you yep. got it. Oh, got yeah. Very good. The first Vikings showed up in North America at Newfoundland a thousand years ago this month. Well, they must wow. have been right at home in Newfoundland. Yeah, but felt them warmer probably. Yeah, really. that's, a, that's a weird place. Have you seen Jim uh, Gaffigan's special yeah. about Canada? It's hysterically oh, yeah. funny. And one funny. of the weird things about Newfoundland, when they're figuring out time zones... They're in their own time zone, but it's a half an hour yep. different than the other it's ones. It's a half time yeah. zone. So we're just going to go 30 zone. minutes. It's like, what? Well, how about China? We have one time zone yeah. the entire country. For the entire country. <laughs> it's China time. It's China time. That's all you need to know. Yeah, Vikings were in North America exactly 1,000 years ago. Cosmic Ray event provided firm date for settlement in what is now Newfoundland. So there you go. quote Steve Bannon. Those were the good old days. The good old days. How's he doing? Oh, he's fine. He's not, you know, he doesn't have to doesn't have to do the subpoena thing. He, he'll be fine. Oh, I thought they were going to put him in the jug. They're not going to put him in jail. They're going to find him in contempt of Congress. That's right. the last yeah. I heard. They're talking about it. Yeah, and what do you think the odds are that he winds up in jail? Zero. Yeah, he ain't going to jail. And I'm over here wondering who Steve Bannon is. You don't know who Steve Bannon Steve is? Steve Bannon. I thought he was on, like, the news or something. Trump's yeah. buddy. That's Steve Cannon. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Hey, gang. <laughs> you, yeah, you and, you and Steve Cannon became really good friends, didn't you, Mike? Oh, yeah. He, he was one of my closest friends ever. That's what I heard. He always referred to me as Boychick. Boychick, yeah, yeah, he loved calling you Boychick. I know oh, that. Steve, yeah, the guy that looks like an alcoholic. Yes, that's the that's guy. Steve Bannon, not yeah, Steve, Steve Cannon. Bannon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Steve Bannon wouldn't last 15 hours in the jug no, without going he into absolutely DTs. Would not, no yeah. doubt about no, it. No, it's uh, well, although you know he would he would fit right in in prison because he already has the sallow complexion. Yeah, that's true. Boy, look at the time. <laughs> we'll be right back with car selling secrets. <laughs> 